Likute Torah, Parshas Bahar, page 39c. Kisavo Yuel Ores Hasharani Nesin Lachem Shopsa Ores Shabbos Lashem Sheish Shonim Vagamer. When you come to the land which I'm going to give you, the earth shall rest a Shabbos for Hashem six years. You shall sow, etc. Hine Mashmois Hakosov. Now, the implication of the verses, Kimiyad Kisavo Yuel Ores, that immediately upon coming on the land to the land, Vashavsa, you should have a Shabbos, Koidim Shiyashilu Hashem, before you begin the six years of work. In other words, it should have said when you come to the land, after working for six years on the land, then you should have a Shabbos. But it doesn't say that. It says first Vashavsaharetz. First there should be a Shabbos. And then it says Sheishonim, six years you should work. The Yuvan will be able to understand this by first explaining the Posuk in Shirashirim, Open up for me, my sister, my love. This means that God says to the Jewish nation, Open up for me in order that you should be for me, on a level of my sister, my love. Although, continually, the Jewish people are termed with this name, but nevertheless, sometimes this level is revealed, and sometimes it's concealed. And therefore, it says, open up for me, in order to remove the covering and the concealment, in order that this level should be revealed. And in order to understand what this is, when it's revealed, and what is the covering and the garment that conceals this revelation? The word is a, an expression of a certain type of sewing which came from Egypt, which is mentioned in the Gemara, and Ichui is the idea of a joining together. Like one does in sewing, one joins two pieces of material together. In which one joins two separate entities to become one body. So too is it compared to the natural love which was which is in Jewish souls, which stems from the source from where they are hewn, because a neshama, a soul, is a veritable part of God above. And in its source, it is completely one 
with the light of the infinite one, Baruch Hu, blessed be he, literally. Even as the Neshama descends below, once it's been created something from nothing, in other words, the Neshama previously is completely one with the Oyer and Sof, and then it goes through a stage of birth in which it comes as a created form of, if you want, a created spark of godliness, and it descends below to become clothed within a body and a living soul. Therefore, the character of tzadikim, because of their godly soul, which is inside them, their whole desire is to become enveloped in the light of Hashem, and to become completely nullified to Him, with the ecstasy of their soul, from the depth of their heart. And all their days, they stand with such nullification, which comes naturally to them because of their souls. It's, it's a natural disposition by the tzaddikim. They do not require any meditation or preparation in order to arouse that love. It's, an, it's a natural state by them. That if you remember me upon your couch, etc. It says, When you sit in your home, and you go on your way, and you lie down, in other words, it's continually there. You can compare it to the love of a brother and a sister. Where the love which is between them is fixed and sown in them naturally by birth, without any arousal whatsoever. And that is true love, which is never interrupted. And it's eternal. Whereas in contrast, when this love is not fixed in the heart of a person continually, but it's only there when the love is aroused at certain times. For example, when one reads the Shema or Davens, but thereafter, it disappears from the person. Such a love is not an absolute true love. Meaning, stemming from the quintessence of truth. Rather, such a love which is interrupted and is only at certain times is termed sfas emes. It's the lip of truth. 
Meloshan Safa Lefiv, as it says <coughs> about the garment of the coin, that it was at the corner only. Shehu Imra Shasaviv Habeged, which is like the around the garments you have its hem. The extremity of the garment at the end of it. So too, this love, which only is revealed at a moment of arousal, it's only the, the lip of truth. It's, it's, if you want, it's the, the <coughs> end. It, it, it's like the, the, the hem of truth. It's right at the end. In other words, it's the beginning of the truth. But it's not the absolute truth, because it's only it only surfaces at certain times, whereas the absolute truth is constantly there. And therefore, it says in the Zayar, It doesn't say it says will be established for, eter- for eternity. It doesn't say Kinenis, it's presently there, but it says it will be. In other words, there will come a time that it will surface continually. But for now, it's only intermittently. And it's written, Hashem is near to those who call him in truth. Literally, in truth. God is near to those who possess that quintessence of truth, but not when it's intermittent. Because since a person continually needs to arouse the love, so it still not has become natural to them from the point of their heart, literally. But nevertheless, it's called because at least at that time when the person does arouse the love from their heart, each one according to their ability, and even after the davening, there is some imprint left from it, because when he remembers Hashem, there is aroused a spirit of generosity within him, a love from himself, to the love of Hashem. And therefore, there is filled in this person, fulfilled that which we said before, in if you remember me. If you have a look in the sh- <coughs> after we read the Shema in Emes V'yatsev, Emes is mentioned eight times. So the first four times which it's mentioned until Ezra Avisenu is a reference to the desire and the <coughs> desire of the heart 
to cleave to Hashem until it is in a state of ecstasy. That's called Heichel Harotzoin. And thereafter, there's another four times Emes is mentioned, which is the true truth. When a person is aided from above, in order to completely um, concrete, if you want, to make absolute the four previous Ms, which were said from Shalomata, which were previously mentioned, Lias Ms Amiti Bimisidus Nefesh Adkaloisa, so that it should transform from Sfas Ms to Ms Lamitoi. Vainigeras Akedish Dimra Masro Vazarea Sudokas Har Ms. Vasi Bashaminea Soava. Now, what is the reason that prevents the love Midlikones, Laomik Nikudas Aleid Mamish, from entering? The depth of the heart, what's preventing it? Because because this love to Hashem becomes clothed and hidden within the power of desire for material matters, which is in the living soul. Whose root is in arrogance of spirit, mashcha dechivia, the the skin of the snake, hachoyfif, which surrounds umaster and conceals al koyachu bechina avazu. So, in other words, you have a covering, a skin, which covers this love, this innate love, and that is the desires which a person has for the material. And it has many different levels. All types of different garments. The lesser person according to his <coughs> state. And the greater person according to their state. Even a great person still has, in a refined way, a thin garment of gasasaruach, of grobkite, which they need to remove. And Chazal said about gasasaruach, about arrogance of spirit, that he and I can't be in the same place. In other words, if you want me to be there, says Hashem, you've got to remove the gas of Saruach. And you need to open up the covering. Just like a person who needs to open up a hole in a wall, which divides, that they need to drill through the wall until they make a cavity. If a person wants this love to be fixed in their heart, and they want it to enter into the very <coughs> inner point of their heart, to their most innermost level, from the depth of their heart, 
with ecstasy of spirit to bitul b'metzias elav and complete nullification to Hashem, yisbarach lias leilev nishbar, so that a person should have a broken heart, v'ruach nishbara, and a broken spirit, lahasid gasis ruachoi, in order to remove their arrogance, v'koyachamis ave, and their desire, lidvarim gashmiim for material matters, lias yesh v'nifred b'fneatzmoi. Thus, when they do have such desires. Not for Hashem, they become separated for Hashem and a separate entity. Rak, but if they truly desire Yosim Elov Liboy to <clears throat> turn their heart to Him, then they need to remove this covering. They need to remove this desire. Valzer Amr Razal, and it's about that that Chazal said, "Pischuli kechudoshol machat." Open up for me the eye of a needle, and I will open up for you like the entrance to the temple. Which was before the building in the Beis Amikdosh. Why? Because somebody who comes to purify themselves, they are aided from above. To remove from themselves any level of arrogance of spirit. And to elevate themselves into the highest of levels. Through that, by doing so, by removing the covering, the light of the love will shine into the inner point of their heart. Until the very soul will become completely nullified in the flame which is fired above, to become enveloped and to co- and to cleave in Hashem's light, the ara is battless, and earthly matters will become nullified. The zuhi bechinas achosi hanal, and that's the level of achosi, my sister. And from there, a person will come to the next level, which is my love. Base, ubir inin rayasi. So what's the second level of Rayosim, my love? That is, like Chazal said, that Yidin give parnosa, sustenance, to our Father in Heaven. That no Jew will be left behind. From him. Meaning that each one will eventually come to desire the body of the king. To understand this, how is it possible that the soul, which is a created being, and something which is a separate entity, how can it become completely at one with the body of the king. So it says in the Zoya, There are three bonds which join together. Torah connects with Hashem, and Yidin connect with Torah. So in other words, you have Yidin connecting to Hashem through Torah. Because since Torah is higher than the level of souls, as they stem 
from their source. They rise in Chachma Nafkas because Torah stems from Chachma. Bezeu Masha Omer Razal, and that's what that is what Chazal said. Ashrei Mishabalakan v'Talmud Biyade praises the person who comes here with a Talmud in their hand. Achlahovin said, but in order to understand this, Shahari Hatoyre he gamke melubeshes binyanim gashmim. Torah is also clothed in earthly matters, kmeinyanim tzitzis utfilin v'sukah, like in the wool of tzitzis and tfilin and sukkah, bekamadin imamanis v'tainis, and all sorts of <coughs> legal matters, alderach moshal ruvin teyin kach, like ruvin arguing this, v'shimin kach and shimin this, umayinyanim beganeidin ha'elyim v'tachten. So, what reference do they have in the higher worlds? But it's written, Come and partake of my meal. Because just like physical bread, which a man lives with, he lives through the food being digested and integrated in his limbs. Which is called food and life for the spirit. It needs to be digested within a person's limbs. And integrated into their flesh. And through that, the nefesh, the soul, will return to Hashem. To desire the body of the king, Leah's Nivla Begufa de Malkamamish to become enveloped literally in the body of the king. Ukameshakosov as it says, Achalti Yariam Divshi, I've eaten the honeycomb together with the honey. And that's the meaning of Lachamu Belachmi, Mitzhila Lachamu, Shayya Lachem Lachamu Mazaim, First, there has to be lechem, which is digested in the limbs of the soul. And thereafter, it's my meal. In other words, first, a Jew has to digest Torah as it is in the physical world. And it has to become part of them. And then they can attach to the king. Now, in the Categories of prohibited work on Shabbos, Tana Sidura de Pas Nokat. When we reckon out the 39 Malachas, the first set is the bread making Malachas, Hazireya, planting, etc. Kigadei Lasis Lachem, because in order to make bread, Shiyehe Roy Lamaichel Odom, that it should be fitting for a human consumption, Achiyehe Nivla Beivorov, to the extent that it can be digested, Vashava Kibsore, and integrated into the body. You need to seed, <coughs> grind, knead, and bake. So we need to understand what are these four Avedas as they reflect themselves in Avedas Hashem. So in order to understand that, we need to understand in detail what the whole order of planting is. By way of parable, So when a person sows and plants a wheat germ, 
garen pri ba'aretz, or the seed of a fruit, or mechasin ba'afar, and covers it up with earth, ve'hagarinahu, and that seed, nirkav, it disintegrates, ve'nifsad, and it turns into nothing, and the power of vegetation which is invested in the earth, matzmiach chita, grows it into a wheat, oipri, or a fruit, ke'en hagarin, which is like the seed hanizra which was planted, oihanatua ba'oretz. In other words, put a wheat germ in, it disintegrates, and then it grows into a wheat stalk, and similarly with the fruit. Because since the power of growth which is in the land, is a general power, you seed the seed so that it should be like an elevation of female waters. In other words, you do something from below which arouses the koyach in the earth El In other words, what you do is you take the seed, and that is the arousal from below, which arouses in the general that it should grow that particular type which you have seeded. And the reason is because that seed has also been created by the power of growth in the earth, and it has in itself that power in a concealed way, but it has become material, and it's become detracted from its essence, to the extent that it's become a seed. Nevertheless, it does have some connection with the power, the spiritual power of vegetation in the earth, because that's where it originally came from. Therefore, when it gets planted in the earth and it dissolves, and the seed itself disintegrates, in a then the power of vegetation which was inside it, bottle becomes nullified in the general power of vegetation, which is in the earth. And the that little power of of the power of growth which was in the seed becomes the arousal from below to the general power of vegetation. And what happens is, is that from that little seed grows a whole wheat stalk, with much more addition to it than what was originally planted. And also from one seed grows many different, many fruits with all different types of flavoring, the gavon, the reach, and color and smell, ke'en hagarin, but all similar to the original seed. So, for example, if it was an apple seed, you grow apples. If it was a grape seed, you get grapes, and so on. Even though in the seed you cannot see 
or feel any taste or smell at all. Rat come by eight spalma. But it's just like a piece of wood. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, it does contain within it the essence of the fruit. And it has the capability, which is clothed and hidden inside it. It has all the tastes and colors and smell which is in the fruit, but it's very contracted to the extent that you cannot see in the seed any taste or smell. And that's why this seed has the capability of drawing the general power of growth from the earth so that it should grow a similar <clears throat> to the what the original seed is in both taste and smell and without any cover or concealment whatsoever. So in other words, we have this seed which originally comes and is produced by the Koyach HaTzemeach. Now it doesn't look at all like the fruit, but invested in it, in its essence, is everything in potential. What needs to happen is it's sown in the ground, it fully disintegrates, and that arouses the original Koyach HaTzemeach to make it grow and it produces a beautiful st- wheat stalk or fruit tree. Now, if we take every detail of this parable, a clever person will understand all the details of this marshal in their service of Hashem and his Torah. Because Torah is God's wisdom and will. And he and his wisdom is one. is wise, but not with conventional knowledge. And through many contractions and chain orders from one level to the next, he descends below until the light becomes clothed into physical matters. So that can be compared to the seed in the fruit. Which was originally taken from the power of vegetation. Because that koyach is literally ayin. In other words, where does that power of vegetation come from? It comes from one of the Asara Mamaris, one of the ten utterances with which the world was creation, which is the Maima, the saying of Hashem, Tadshe Haaretz. And Tadshe is the letters Eish Das. This is what the Shach writes, that Tadshe is the letters Eish Das. In other words, it comes from Hashem. And the fruit which grows from it through it's being clothed in the earth, who bechines yeshmeyayim is literally something from nothing. But nevertheless, it has 
as spiritual chayas, because it's good to eat and it's very nice to see. has a smell. Whereas the seed which is sown, the chayas which is in it, is so much contracted, so that you can't see or feel in it any taste or smell. Kachal derech moshal so too by way of parable hatayra nisshen islabshav niskashme bidvarim gashmiim the Torah which has become clothed and incorporated within material matters hachayish abam tsumtsum oid the chayis the energy which is inside it is very contracted ki beganeden haelyon because in ganeden haelyon shu olam abriya which is a reference to the world of bria miidim sham chabad ein sof baruchu there in the world of bria there is illuminated the chabad of ein sof umeir oir hatayra and the light of tayra shines bebechinas tainuk in a very delightful way behasoga sichli salukus mamish where it's possible there to perceive godliness with the mind. But nevertheless, all that perception is something from nothing. If you contrast it to its source, which is whereas when it comes down here below Niskashma, it becomes it becomes very materialized. So that you don't appreciate within it the delight and the intellect of Elikus. All you appreciate are laws in the physical world. And this is the meaning of the passage that those who sow in tears will reap in joy. Because when a person learns, they do not have great pleasure from this. But nevertheless, they will reap in joy. Because when they do learn, the light of the Torah is sown in the upper world. Because the what they are learning, this halacha is the word of Hashem. And it becomes nullified. Just like the seed disintegrates and arouses the koyach ha kloli, so too this devar Hashem becomes nullified in the general bechina of chachma above, and through that matzmiach schar mitzvah mitzvah begandein na'elyein. There grows the reward of the mitzvah, which is in the upper garden of Eden, shatzadikim yeshven v'nenem zivashchina, in which the tzadikim sit and have pleasure from the zivashchina, and they take great pleasure in their perception, which that perception is a form of something from nothing, and it is a ray, which comes from the luminary above, and it comes from that power of growth. That means 
that the ray of the Torah and Aveda, Shehu Kamela Moshal Hakeh Hatzemer Shamatzmir Keenagarin, which is in the parable the power of growth, which causes the the uh, <coughs> the germ to grow. The Gufei Halachas Gashmis Heim Bechinas Halachas Man, and the body of Halacha in the physical world is like the arousal from below, to Hashem's true wisdom and will, which is clothed within the Dvar Hashem of the Halacha. And just like by physical growth, it doesn't grow until the seed disintegrates and changes its constitution. And it becomes completely absorbed in the earth. And they become as one. The soul of a person needs his battle memohusa to become completely nullified from its being. Through self sacrifice in Torah mitzvahs, and it needs to be completely absorbed and won in the earth, in the supernal earth, he which is Hashem's Malchus and the power of his Shina. In a form of Mesiris Nefesh, Bebechinus Haloas man, which comes through an arousal from below. Kamesh Kosovas, it's written, Beyond Chaafki Druchi, in your hand I deposit my spirit. And through that, Nikletes, Umisiachedes, Hatayra, Shalom, and Boilam, Hazay, Gamkin, Beyaratzavalyena. And then, the Torah which a person learns in this world also becomes <coughs> planted for. And grows in the world to come, like the unity of the power of vegetation which is in the seed, with the general power of vegetation which is in the earth. In other words, just like the which is in the garin, and that originally comes from the when that comes at one with the Koyach HaTzemech in the earth, then it starts growing. Similarly, the <coughs> similarly the, the Dvar Hashem, Zu Halacha, which is in the Halacha, when a person becomes at one with that, then things can start to grow. <coughs> and now a person can start realizing that his learning of Torah has to be like this. man, That it has to be an arousal from below. He shouldn't make the secondary the principal. He shouldn't put all his focus just on Torah as it's in the material. Because a person who says, I only have Torah, even Torah he doesn't have. Rather, a person should focus on the alakus which is inside the Torah. Memekoyer of Asharsha, from its source and roots, Lamaila above, Bechinus Chachmi La, as it is supernal wisdom, Belisa Belitim Bidubura Shamakim, and realize that the whole conversation which they're having and exchange is with the word of Hashem. Ki halacha zu hidvar Hashem, because this halacha literally which they're learning 
is the word of Hashem, his wisdom and his will, is clothed in it. And then, and then his own learning will be a form of arousal from below, and it will become completely nullified and enveloped within the Chochmah of Hashem, and they will become literally as one.